At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Through 25 seasons. 4,561 episodes. I believe the Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Now, a lot of people think you're born gay or straight and you pretty much stay that way your whole life. But as you'll hear from a lot of our guests today, women's sexuality may be a little more complicated than we all once thought. Fitness trainer Jackie Warner is the star of the Bravo reality series called Workout, and she's become a surprise girl crush for a lot of straight women across the country. The New York Times calls Jackie a hot ticket for housewives. Straight women are tuning in to check out the buff lesbian owner of a trendy Beverly Hills gym. And it's not just fitness fanatics who watch. Fans are glued to the ups and downs of Jackie's flings and relationships, including a steamy one with a straight trainer named Rebecca. So Jackie joins us from her gym in L.A. Rebecca's going to jump in in a minute. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Oprah. Hi, so good to see you. Good to see you. Tell us about the response you've gotten um, from straight women. I mean, I think it was last year I read this big article in the New York Times about you and the show and how all of these women and men are uh, so taken with you. So what's been the response? Huge. Um, Since the inception of the show, I have received literally thousands of emails and letters from women all over the country, primarily in middle America, which is where I'm from. And they really talk about their girl crushes. They talk about that they would leave their husbands and boyfriends if I would just meet with them. And um, I had a... This hasn't always happened to you, right? Straight women have always liked me. Even when I was in high school and college, straight women always did gravitate towards me, much more so than lesbians. And I I have to think because I sort of am on the cusp there. I have the right balance of masculinity and femininity that um, is appealing to straight women. 
Okay. And you know, I'm very in touch with my body. I work with my body and sexiness really comes from working with your body and, and being very confident in that level. And I have that. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. So Rebecca is a trainer at Jackie's Gym, and Rebecca is straight but had her first lesbian affair with Jackie. Rebecca? Rebecca, come yes. in. Come on in. So the thing I do not understand, which we're gonna be talking about today, and there's this wonderful book we're gonna be discussing later, is how women are, tend to be more fluid with their sexuality. I really always thought you either wore one thing or wore another thing. And I really didn't even, I guess with a lot of people, didn't even start thinking about this until Anne Hayes said she suddenly fell in love with Ellen and that it was, you know, pure love and all that. Is this the same thing happened to you? I thought the same as you. I thought you're either born gay or straight and you know that and that's just how it is. But I'm realizing as I have experienced, there's a little more push and pull as we get older. And whereas I do believe the majority of people know early on, I think there are some of us that maybe meet someone like I met Jackie and her charisma and her energy mm -hmm. and her sense of her optimism, everything. It just blew me over. And I was in a relationship where I was getting nothing I needed and Jackie just came along and filled every void that I had. Yeah, and I was reading uh, from the producers that you said in every aspect of your life, spiritually, emotionally, talking, fun, communication, depth, everything. It was like, I couldn't get enough of her. I mean, it was just, <laughs> it, it sounds so silly, but it's true. I mean, when I was with her, I didn't want to leave her. And when I left her, I couldn't wait to see her again. And she just consumed my, my, my thoughts and it's crazy. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I am a straight woman. I like the man. Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, and so Rebecca, how do you explain what happened? I, I don't know. It's, it's just, it has to be Jackie specific, but I, I will say since this, affair or whatever, however you want to term it, it's opened my eyes up and I'm a little bit different. Like I look at women differently and I am more open to it. So, so, so would you say you're still straight? Well, I have a boyfriend now. I'm in a committed relationship and I have been for a year, but I'm open to other things and he supports that 100%. I mean, there are ground rules, but he supports it. Well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much. And Rebecca, continued success to you both. Continued success. Thank Great. You. Great, guys. Okay. Three years ago, we met uh, Chris, a mother of two, who confessed that she'd been keeping a very big secret from her husband. Remember this show? So, what's the secret you were hiding? That I was a lesbian. Did you date boys in high school? I did. Mm -hmm. Did you want to date boys in high school? I did. I was boy crazy in high school. Go figure. No, no. <laughs> I know, but then 
alone, I'd have a little bit to drink at a party, and suddenly I was, you know, loved my girlfriends better than my boyfriends. So in the relationship, if you are with having sex with your husband and you don't want to have sex with your husband, did that happen to you? No. You wanted to have sex with your I husband? I did. I did. We were, we were... You are a different kind of lesbian. No. <laughs> you are. I've never heard this before. You, you, you wanted to have sex with your husband. I did. I did. And you enjoyed having sex with your husband? I think I did. You did? I did. Okay, so Libby is Chris's partner, and she knew Chris when she was married to Joe. Yes. Correct? That's correct. Yeah. Chris just called me one day and said, you know, I just have to tell you that you're the one. And uh, <laughs> I said, really? Did you? I did. I said, I, I loved her. So when my producers checked in with Chris last week, they discovered that Chris's story has gotten even more interesting. Chris now joins us from Sacramento, California. I think it's always, you know, on this show, I've heard so many people over the years, uh, famous, well-known people say, he's the one, he's the one, I love him, I love him. And then when I heard you say, she's the one, to myself, silently, I said, sure hope so. Yeah, I thought she was the one. So she was the one, but, you know, it's okay. It came to an end, and that's all right. And hopefully we can be friends in the future. In the future. Do you now, you, you said on the show then, three years ago, that you were gay. So are you gay or are you not? Or maybe... But that's, that's, that's such a great... Uh, that's why I wanted to come on the show today, because yeah. um, we label ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm capable of having intimacy with a man, then that, that means probably that I'm not gay. However, when it comes to relationships and where I'm most comfortable, I prefer to be with women. So, so, the, so there it is. I really can't label myself. I really don't know. Okay. And so did you go back to a relationship with a man because you were so hurt by this woman and she sort of drove you to the arms of a man? Or you were attracted to this man and feel men are less complicated? Yeah, I was attracted to this man. And things were less complicated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, to help explain all of this, Dr. Lisa Diamond is here. Now, Dr. Diamond is an associate professor of psychology and gender studies. And she's written this very fascinating book called Sexual Fluidity. Sexual Fluidity, Understanding Women's Love and Desire. And what you're saying is that women like Chris really aren't that unusual. They're Why? They're not unusual at all. It's now coming out in public more, and there's more discussion of it. Mm -hmm. But there have always been women with those sorts of experiences. It's only now that we're starting to hear enough of their stories that we're realizing how common now, it is. And why are we now hearing these stories in a way that we hadn't before? I think that a part of it is that because there's greater visibility of lesbian and gay and bisexual issues in general, the topic is getting discussed more openly. Uh -huh. And as those conversations take place, the, the diversity of experiences starts to trickle forward. So you'll have conversations where someone would say, oh, you hear that song, I Kissed a Girl, and someone will say, oh, you know, I know someone who had this one experience. Yeah. And I kissed the sort of girl. stories that normally would be underground, uh -huh. people are actually bringing them up. Now, is this because there's a shortage of men? No, no. <laughs> As, you know. oh, I just wonder, you know, everybody talks about there's such a shortage. So are women just saying, well, okay. It has it has far more to do with the quality of, of women's relationships with other women uh -huh. than anything to do with men. And that often when it happens, and especially in the women that I've studied, they'll say, 
I met this woman, and that relationship blew my mind. And yeah. all of a sudden, it was it was about that. The but same they weren't thing making a decision about the other men. They were making a decision about that woman. Is that what happened to you, Chris? The relationship with that woman blew your mind. It did. It really did. It was took me threw me for a loop. <laughs> in what way? Can you explain? I've never been in a relationship before where I just, I trusted, you know, I related with what Rebecca said, you know, I just, I trusted and I gave my whole heart and just really didn't think that it would come to a screeching halt like it did. So it was, it was really painful. Are you still, are you still heartbroken? I am. Yeah, we can tell you're still hurting. So Lisa, explain what's called the Kinsey scale. The Kinsey scale is, is a way of representing the spectrum of sexuality. Many people think that there's just two categories, homosexual and heterosexual, and nothing in between. Yeah, and then there's uh, those people who think that you can change either one. Exactly. Yes. And that's not true. Yes. There's a spectrum of sexuality, and Alfred Kinsey you know, discovered this and talked about it back in the 50s. He said, the world is not divided into sheeps and goats. Mm -hmm. uh, and the idea being that there's a range that represents how much you are attracted to the same sex or the opposite sex. So that six means totally interested in the same sex only, Zero is totally heterosexual, interested in the opposite sex only. Uh -huh. And then there's a range. It could be one, two, three would be about equal, half and half, four, five, six, so that you can be anywhere along that spectrum. Yeah. And the truth is that most individuals who are attracted to the same sex, you know, can, can imagine some degree of attraction to the opposite sex. They aren't total sixes. The total six category is actually a relatively small category. Yeah, a friend of mine who was gay said to me once that the only reason he could, only way he could ever be interested in a woman or have sex with a woman is if a man's picture was on the headboard. That's a so, six. That's a six, that's, that's a, a full-blown six. six. But you're saying that's the small group. Especially in women. There does appear to be a real gender difference, that men, it's a little bit more categorical. So for men, you find more absolute sixes and then not as much in the middle range. For women, those categories in between, one, two, three, four, five, are actually more common than in the women. sixth category. And I think that's a part of why it, it suddenly seems like there's more of this going yes, on. Because yes. I think it was always there, but no one knew about it and no one talked about it. It was a little bit more underground, but it was always happening. Well, we're talking about it today. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Okay, she'd been married for 24 years had three beautiful daughters and a lovely home in the suburbs, but secretly, Mickey believed that she might be gay. 
So when did you realize this, that you wanted to be with another woman? Well, my first conscious awareness was when I was in college, and there was this really beautiful woman who wanted to be friends with me. Mm -hmm. But she made me so nervous, I couldn't even think when she'd come around. And I used to, because I didn't usually get that way, and I was like, what is it with her? I could never figure it out. And then as the years went on, you know, I would find myself in that same predicament where I would feel attraction for other women. And I would talk to my ex-husband about what it. What would it feel like? Like you couldn't take your eyes off of them. Same way men feel when they look at women. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa. And it's like, it was just a feeling that you would get. Mm -hmm. And then over the years, that kept happening. And then a friend of mine who was gay yes. kept, said to me one day, Mickey, you're so touchy-feely. You touch everybody, strangers, people you don't know. You never touch me. And, and my heart started to pound. And I went, that is not true. She went, that is so true. You never touch me. You never hug me. You never touch me. And when she said that, it was like my heart started pounding. And the reason you'd never touch that friend is because you were afraid of what you might feel? I know that now, but uh -huh. it was totally unconscious. But didn't your daughter say something to you, Mickey, too, that made you realize you needed to come out? Well, they used to tease me all the time. Mom, you're so gay. You're such a lesbian. And I would be like, why do you say that? Yeah. And, and what does would... that mean? How, 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 are, how can you be so lesbian? I think it was because my, my eyes would linger on women. And oh, they really? picked up on that. Uh -huh. I have very aware children. And children? they would, my children, your daughters. those are my daughters. What did you mean when you'd say, Mom, you're so lesbian? It, it, was, it wasn't so much that we caught, you know, her attract, attraction towards women, but we caught her connections with women, definitely. Okay, yeah, you did. So, did they say something else to you one time, too? Well, what happened was, Taylor, one time we were doing a school project. Yeah. And we couldn't get on her web thing. We couldn't get on with her password. She goes, I know your password, Mom, and I'm going to get on with yours. And I said, oh, so what's my password? She goes, lesbian. And I went, no, it's not. I go, why would you say that? And she pulled back, and she looked at me. She was 12. And she got eyeball to eyeball with me, and she said, do you really want me to answer that? My heart started racing again, and I said, yeah. And she said, because if it wasn't for me and Haley, you would be a lesbian. How did your 12-year-old daughter know that? She's a very bright and intense young woman. She pays attention How to a lot of things. How did you know that? How did you know that? We picked up on it. Mm -hmm. She, um, it was unconsciously known to us that she was gay. I mean, it, it would be little things, like how she said, you know, her attraction to women at the mall. You know, she would make a statement saying, oh my gosh, that woman is so beautiful. Who says that? <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know. Nobody goes around going, she's so fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, at my 40th birthday, we were real involved in the Southern Baptist Church. My yeah. ex-husband's family's all Southern Baptist theologians and God teachers. be with you in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were at my 40th birthday party, and this woman came up to me, and she said, you know, Mickey, you are so connected to all your women friends. You're the, you're the most like a lesbian I've ever known without being a lesbian. In my heart, same thing. That same, yes. That your same heart's life. getting worn out I'm with all this. I'm telling you, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Mickey, I get exhausted. Mickey now lives with her life partner, <laughs> yes. Sharon. Sharon, did you ever think that you would end up with a woman who had three children and an ex-husband? <laughs> Absolutely not. You could ask all my friends, and they would say she would be the last one that would be there. Because when we, shortly after we met, I heard that she had an ex-husband and three kids, and everyone told me to run. And immediately, I, I used to nickname her Little Big Package. <laughs> Little I Big Package. I was like, there's no way. 
But needless to say, here I am. Needless to say. And how long have you all been together? Well, we had a union in Texas mm -hmm. two and a half years ago. We don't need the state to tell us we're married. We mm. know we're married. No, you're married. We, we know that. And we had a, we had, we had a beautiful union with 250 people, and I drug her kicking and screaming down the aisle. Wow. <laughs> so does this all get complicated with families? Your daughters obviously are, you know, open to it and, and knew it even mm -hmm. before you did. But what does your ex-husband say? And this has been an excruciatingly yeah. painful yeah. process. In fact, going through all the interviews with your staff, it's brought it, it's like we're reliving it all over again. Yeah. And it's been a 12-year process for me, because as a mother, all your energy is about protecting your children. Yes. And when you're going to do something that you know is going to hurt your children, it's excruciating. It was a Saturday night. I was going to sneak a phone call to my boyfriend and picked up the phone around midnight or so. I overheard a conversation between my mom and another woman. My mom would say, I can't wait until this all, you know, is all out in the open. And I put two and two together because I knew the woman she was talking to was gay. I started screaming in the phone and my mom was like, hang up the phone, hang up the phone. My world just flipped. I went downstairs and I confronted my mom and all she was saying was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then she just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. It was devastating. My mom didn't want this to happen. None of us wanted this to happen. I remember the day that, you know, mom and dad sat us down in their bedroom and they told us that they were splitting, you know, that they were separating because mom's gay. And I was angry. It's just like, this giant betrayal. And, you know, and it was hard to watch my dad, like, it was hard to watch my dad, like, fall apart. And, uh, Taylor was extremely angry at my mom, extremely angry. And, uh, you know, I just wanted, I just wanted to make everything go away. I didn't want it to be happening anymore. That was Taylor and her sister Haley uh, talking about how their world was turned upside down five years ago when they found out their mother, Mickey, was gay. Now, Taylor, it's so interesting since at 12 years old, you told your mom. I mean, and you all just said, you know, you instinctively knew, you felt it. And so why did you feel so betrayed when you already knew? In your heart, you knew. Right. I think the reason I felt so betrayed was because my family was going to split. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My parents were going to divorce. Mm -hmm. It was going to be a different lifestyle. I had gone 15 years in, you know, in a stable household with my mother and father and my sisters. And my parents never fought. I mean, they never had any, any true problems that were visible. And I never, I, I never thought that my mom was actually going to explicitly state, I am gay and there would be a divorce. My mom used to say to me when I was little, she used to say, you know, Taylor, you should feel lucky. You know, you should feel lucky that you have two parents that are still in love. Because, you know, so many of my friends' parents were getting divorced. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that made me so angry is that I was constantly reassured that my parents were gonna stay together and that my parents were in love and that, you know, we were gonna have this yeah. perfect, happy family. And Normal, happy family. Exactly. And it I understand that. You articulated that beautifully. 
So were you in love with your husband? Yes, yes. My ex-husband's this a very- This gets complicated. I know, and it's very complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very complicated. He's a good man and he's a good person. But it's, being gay is about identity. It's really not about sexuality. It's really about identity. It's about who you are in the depth of your being. And it's not something you can erase or get rid of or change. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, when I lived in the darkness and in a lie about who I really was, I was in the darkness. I was in a place of, I made some immoral decisions. I did some things that have really hurt my children that I regret, mm -hmm. but I was in the dark. But when you step into your truth and you say, this is who I really am, freedom comes. Okay, so could you have come out and not been in the dark anymore, told the truth to yourself, mm -hmm. and still stayed in the marriage? Well, we tried that, actually. You did? Actually, yes. <clears throat> when I first fell in love with that friend of mine, she mm -hmm. moved away so because it was tearing me apart. My hair was falling out, I lost 20 pounds, I was depressed, and she said, this is killing you, and she moved so that that would stop. And I thought, okay, it was just her, it was just her. But then there was another woman I developed some attraction and, and some desire for. Uh -huh. And I told her, look, I've already been down this road once, I can't, I can't do this again. But we kept emailing. Mm -hmm. And um, when I finally came to my ex-husband and I said, I am gay, I am gay, and I can't make it go away. I can't make it go backwards. Is this normal, though, to still be in love with the other person? To, to literally, that was the truth. You know, is that your research shows yeah. that women, I, I did love my husband. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I think a part of it is that, again, there's that spectrum. That so spectrum. even someone, I mean, I've had women in my own research who said, you know, I'm like 95% attracted to women, but that 5% is often enough to sustain a marriage. The other thing is that for women, a lot of times their sexuality really revolves around the relationship and, and is, is sustained by feelings of emotional attachment. Uh -huh. So a lot of them will say, you know what, I, I absolutely loved my husband emotionally. And that was enough to sort of, you know, give enough sort of fervor to the relationship to keep it going. Now, interesting, Mickey just said something here, that being gay isn't about sexuality. I think that's what you said, mm -hmm. but it's about your identity. Mm -hmm. Can, can you explain, help, help explain what well, that means? Well, I think she, you just described that very well, that like, for instance, I had, a, I had a great sex life with my husband. Right. And he would say, Mickey, you can't be gay because we have a great sex life. Right. I would say- That's what I would think. Yeah, and it was true. But I said, it's not about sex. It's about who I am inside my inner being. Okay, so does that mean you're bisexual? And I know everybody wants to get labels for people. So does no. that, no, no, it's not bisexual. And I'll tell you how I know the difference. Okay. Because it's like, once you experience a gay relationship, uh -huh. you just know. You, you know. just know. You feel it all the way through your entire being, and there's no turning back, if you have the balls to do it. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, so to speak. So to, so to speak. speak. So to speak. So to speak. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But Taylor, now I understand that you, you and you guys and Haley, are okay, that you reached a point where you were really okay with your mom being gay? It was never that she was gay that bothered us. It was the divorce. It was our family just crumbling. I got that. You know, because we were always raised to believe that it was okay to be who you were. Yeah. And when she told us she was gay, that only concreted the fact that my parents, there was no chance of them working it out. Mm, I see. 
I actually had a specific moment that um, I kind of let go of my anger and came into complete acceptance. We were cooking in the kitchen one day, my mother and I were cooking in the kitchen, and um, the sunlight hit her face in a certain way, and her face looked different. And I couldn't at first put my finger on it, but once I did, I realized that the lines in her face were not from stress anymore. They were from smiling. Mm. It's like the lines in her face changed. Wow. Yeah. And that did it for you? Oh, yeah. 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 Big for, time. For happiness. Well, thank you all. Thanks for sharing this story. Thanks for doing this yeah. story. Thank you. It is complicated. It's very. It is fluidity. Mm -hmm. Yes, fluidity in a way that we've never discussed on this show before. I started stand-up comedy when I was 21 years old. I've worked with everybody from Seinfeld to Leno and Letterman and everything in between. I was always into, had been into guys, um, dated and then got married when I was 25 years old. Didn't last, um, got divorced and then dated uh, for many years after that. When I turned 40, I suddenly had this really mad desire to have an affair with a woman. I was divorced, I was childless. I figured there's gotta be one more way to really tick off my mom. I went to this charity dinner, and lo and behold, there was this woman sitting across from me and I was immediately smitten with her. In the back of my mind, I had some sense that maybe she had some different expectations, but I'm gay and you're not, and therefore this isn't that, you know, a, a dating prospects. She said, well, why aren't you in a relationship? I was like, I'm kind of going through some stuff. And she's like, oh, hell, hey, that's no problem. She's like, there are a million guys at my office I can set you up with, no problem, hey, great. I told Lori that I kind of had this crush on her, and she was like, no way, I'm not gonna be some science experiment for some straight girl. I used my patented line that I've used easily for the last 20 years. I think Carol really sort of pulled a, a guy line on me and just said, well, what would it hurt if we just made out? Who uses that line? I mean, come on. I had heard, you know, the old, I kissed a girl, and I liked it. Well, I kissed a girl, and my head spun around, because it was like, wowie, k zowie. Wowie, k zowie, Carol Lever says. And Lori <laughs> Wolf have now been together for 12 years. And they are joining us from their home in Santa Monica. Hi, Carol. Hi, Lauren. Hi, guys. Hi, Oprah. Hi, Oprah. So tell us a story about telling your parents. You know, um, my parents really were quite great about everything. But I have to admit, you know, my ex-husband was not Jewish. And Lori is Jewish. Uh-huh. So, you know, to Jewish parents, they were like, hey, Hallelujah, let's break out the Manischewitz, you know? <laughs> here again. Well, had you had sexual feelings for a woman before? When I was 23, and the guy I was dating at the time wanted to have, you know, a one-nighter with another woman. What else is new? And we had this night, and it was an interesting night, but it wasn't anything like, oh, wow, I'm gay, or, you know, ta-da. It was... Interesting, but something I definitely had no interest in pursuing again. So what changed from 23 to when I met Lori at 40 and, you know, I kissed her and my world spun around? I mean, I don't know. So, Lori, you went into it expecting what? I went into it expecting that this wasn't, this wasn't going to last. 
And, hmm. you know, it was, it was complicated because I was introduced to Carol as a, as a straight gal, and I didn't want to complicate my life being with a, a woman who just wanted a fantasy, but it didn't turn out that way. I mean, it really, the fantasy, I almost got the fantasy being and having experience uh, sharing that transition with Carol. Wow. Carol's I have to tell you. What? Go ahead, Carol. I, I really think, you know, for me, I drew on a lot of the support around me, which really helped me. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that the, uh, the most supportive people through this whole process were my straight male friends. I mean, they were like, Carol, I want to hear everything. Slowly <laughs> <laughs> and in great detail, please. <laughs> Oh, boy. Carol's written a very funny book called When You Lie About Your Age, The Terrorists Win. Listen to what Carol writes. She says, sex with a woman turns out it was a no-brainer because I am one. Very familiar with the equipment already. It was like having all the answers before taking a test, like walking around in the house you grew up in. You can turn all the lights off. I'll still know where everything is. (laughs) It's true. It's It's true. You know, and honestly... So much of my book is about the best things in my life have happened since I'm 40. And that's not usually what you think is going to happen with your life. I mean, I met Lori. We have the best relationship of anyone I, I know. And I, she's the one. We adopted a child together. Um, we did that at 43 and at 50. She made me an animal person. I'm a total animal nut now. I mean, the best parts of my life have happened since I'm 40. Well, do you think, you know, like Chris was saying earlier uh, on the show, who is, as we all could see, kind of, you know, trying to get over a broken heart, do you think that a relationship with a woman is more complicated than it, life was like with your husband or ex-husband? You know, I, I actually think it's really the opposite. My relationship with Lori, I found right from the beginning there was no game playing. I mean... All my other relationships with men, there was so much maneuvering and strategic decisions and stuff. This was like no BS right from the beginning. And it's that's what's been so refreshing about it. It was we have we're honest with each other, there's no games, and it it's so much different than any other relationship um, I've ever had. But the emotional intimacy is on a completely different level than I'd experienced before with a man. It's it's just way different. She made you a dog person. I see completely. Completely. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm loving this wall behind you. I think I see my picture on that wall. Uh, yes, your picture is here, Opa. <laughs> says the... <laughs> okay, Albert. Okay, okay. So, in essence, did you did you both relate to what you'd heard other women say on the show today, especially you, Carol, having been straight? Do you now consider yourself gay, or are you somewhere on that spectrum? Well, I think it's safe to say after you've been with a woman for the, going into our 13th year, yeah, I'm pretty gay. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think so because of what I mentioned before. I, the, the emotional intimacy is way different than any relationship I had before with a man. It, it just works, it just works um, a lot better. You know, look, uh, my life threw me a big surprise party. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's no way around it, but... Um, you can really handle anything in your life, you know, if you have supportive family and friends, and I do, and, and a lot of animals, a lot of rescue dogs. That helps, too. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much, and uh, Carol, and all of your animals. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. So this has been a very sexually fluid conversation, would you say, Dr. Diamond? 
Um, I think it, one of the things that I think is important to remember when we think about fluidity, a lot of people think fluidity means choice. That's not true. That's a common and very dangerous misconception. A lot of the changes that women have experienced... Meaning choice, that, meaning you can choose yeah, they, to be oh, gay or to not be gay. choose to be gay. As we've heard here, a lot of these women never expected to feel what they felt. It was not a conscious decision. It was something they experienced happening to them. Change and transition is not the same as choice. Yeah, and wouldn't you also say it's a part of our human evolvement? Absolutely. Because at another time, regardless of what you felt, you were tied to a husband because that's the only way you could provide for yourself. Absolutely. The only way you could take care of your children is to be responsible to him. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, if And you... we're living in an age where, you know, for many women, the, cho the, the question they're asking themselves is, am I gay or am I not? Uh, for a lot of women, uh, another question that they might consider asking is, who do I feel close to? What kind of intimacy do I want in my life? And where do I get that intimacy? A lot of adolescents that I talk to have now understood that spectrum. They're, they're more accustomed to a broader notion of sexuality. And they often will say, I want to see what happens, see what kinds of people I fall in love with. Some individuals will say, I don't necessarily fall in love with a gender. I fall in love with a person. It's the person that I'm drawn to. I mean, I definitely think that, that, that there are people who are gay. And we know Old that... Full-blown sixers. That, that, absolutely. <laughs> that there, and there's plenty of evidence that it is a, a biologically-based predisposition. But it's, that doesn't provide the last word on the range of experiences you might have over your lifespan. Thank you for writing Sexual Fluidity and giving us a new way to have a conversation about this really complicated but interesting issue ourselves. Thank you, Lisa Diamond. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, bye. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.